Hey, it's your girl, Rel. And me, Neek. And you're listening to Minds and Microphones. So sit back, relax, and let's let's chat. chat. Hey, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Rel. And me, Neek. And welcome to episode seven of Minds and Microphones. We are so excited to be back. Um, this quarantine has got us a little bit off schedule, but it's all right because it's not, right. it seems like you guys may have time or you can make time <laughs> to take a listen. So we hope that you heard the last episode, Surviving the Quarantine, and some really great, helpful tips. Um, and being that we've been in it for about, what, about maybe a month and a half now? A month, yeah. Yeah, those tips might start to come into handy <laughs> soon. Exactly. So, um, so definitely that. Um, so we've been praying for you guys, and we hope that everyone is staying safe. And um, we have been inspired in this episode to talk about parenting, because we have been looking at our kids' faces all day, every day. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about today. But first, of course, we got to pray. Neat. Yes. All right. Lord God, we truly thank you for blessing us to see another day. Thank you, Lord God, for your protection. We thank you, Lord God, for always making a way for us. We thank you for the honor and the privilege of coming to you in prayer. We thank Mm -hmm. you for the honor and privilege to be called your children. And Lord God, Mm -hmm. you are the greatest parent there is. So we just thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to be parents. And we just pray that you will just help us, Lord God, to treat our children the way that you would have us to treat them and guide them. We love you, Lord, and we praise you, and we thank you for all your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know what, Nee? I think you know, I already gave the nugget. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that prayer, I felt that. I felt that. Because, you know, as a well, Christian parent, we really have to try our best to parent our children the way that God wants us to to parent or the way that God parents us and and shows us yeah. how we should be parents. Yes. And and he's the greatest example. Yeah. Yeah. And that can like, be hard. That can get really hard. Yeah, you know, parenting is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no. No it's not. And look, I've only been in it for eight and a half years. Okay? And Ooh. I already know that. <laughs> Well, I've been in it now for almost 22 years. Woo! You're a veteran. <laughs> I am. And they're, and they're all different. And I tell you, just watching them as they navigate through adulthood, early adulthood, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. And, and you think back and you're like, well, I guess I could have done this better or I could have done that better. But there is yeah. no perfect parent. And you just look at the relationship, like for me, I look at the relationship that I have with my children now, and I realize, you know, it started from way back then. And that's one thing I always tell people, when your children want to talk to you, listen, it doesn't matter how minor it is. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. you may think it's mine. If they're telling you about some little girl at school that did something, listen, listen to the names, you know, because when when you start out like that, 
that shows them that you care and that they can trust you with anything. So they build up from that little bit. If you brush them off, like, oh, I don't want to hear that crazy stuff. They're not going to share anything with you. Right. Because to them, mommy or daddy doesn't want to hear it. So exactly. They're going to find somebody else. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, you can't, some things, what they're going to end up doing is finding someone else to talk to about everything and some right. things you don't want in the hands of someone else. So you exactly. have to be careful with that. So that exactly. leads me to um, our first topic actually is bonding, you know, um, make, making sure you have that bond with, with your child. And, you know, they talk about that from birth, you know, well, yeah. even from pregnancy with the mother and the father, mm-hmm. um, talking to the baby and, you know, growing with the baby. And then, when you have the baby, um, when you become a parent, they always harp on bonding, this bonding time yeah. and time and making sure that child knows you and, and trusts you and, and all of that. And so bonding is really por- important um, to do with your child for reasons, um, for that reason and for the reasons um, such as uh, what, what you were just discussing. Yeah, it, it shows them early on that you're someone they can count on mm-hmm. and that they can come to you. You're not going to sit in judgment of them if they do something wrong. Yeah, you're going to steer them in the right direction, but they realize that no matter what they do, you're going to love them anyway. Right, right. And, you know, that's interesting because, um, like, I one of my, well, not one of, the biggest rule in my house is not to lie. Right. I don't. I'm not one of those people that say, oh, lying, you can't say the word lie. Like, because I call a spade a spade. That's just how right. I am. But right. um, I, my, my biggest rule is you cannot lie. I don't care if what happened is going to get you in trouble. You're going to be in more trouble if you lie. Exactly. <laughs> my kids, I know everything. I say, <laughs> I say I know everything or if I don't know, I'm going to find out. So you might exactly. as well tell the truth. I have a good relationship with God and God knows everything. And so he's going to tell me, so, so you can't, so you can't lie to me. And so, um, and so that, that's my big thing. Um, and, and my kids have learned that I appreciate more them telling the truth than, um, than just doing I mean, I appreciate them doing the right thing, but if they right. do something wrong, I appreciate them telling the truth. And I say, I tell them that, you know, so that exactly. I can establish that relationship. You know, I, I'm not happy with what you did. I'm disappointed in what you did, but you told me the truth and I appreciate that because that's better than you lying to me. That would have broke my heart or whatever. And so, you know, and that's, that's a part of bonding with your children and learning, learning them and them learning you and knowing that they can trust you. And and also going along with what you're talking about with the mm-hmm. lying or mm-hmm. not even just lying, but things that may disappoint you or something that they did, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. opens up the um, communication because yeah. then you both, and, and it depends on the age of the child, you, you steer mm-hmm. the conversation based on their age. You ask them how how that made them feel, you know, and then you yeah. tell them how it makes you feel. And then you both learn from it and and you get different perspectives because you can say like, well, why did you feel like you had to lie or what did you think was going to happen? Or why do you, why do you think what you did was wrong? Or in some cases, why did you think it wasn't wrong? 
and maybe I need to look at the way you're looking at things. So it opens up a whole new dialogue. Right, that's true. And as parents, we also can't be afraid to say, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. Because you see too many parents that will not admit to their children when they're wrong, nor will they apologize. And that in itself damages a relationship. So my kids get to see that I don't have a problem apologizing when I'm wrong because they know that I'm human, but I have their best interest at heart. Maybe I did, I handled it wrong. So I'm sorry. Help me to um, understand what you're feeling. So... And you know that that's so true. That's so true. I actually just had that experience. I won't go into too much detail because I don't want my daughter to be upset that I said right. anything. But you know, um, I had that experience recently where, and and I felt bad when it happened, but I felt good that she was able to tell me how she felt. You know, it was mm-hmm. just something we were going through in the moment, and she told right. me how she felt about how I was handling the situation, and. Mm-hmm. I had to apologize to her because she was right. You know, she was right. I, I wasn't, prob- I probably wasn't handling it the best way. So I had right. to apologize for, you know, how she felt about it. And then I had to explain, you know, I was able to explain, you know, why it got to that point or why I was saying things the way that I was saying them. It just felt a little too harsh <laughs> for her. Right. But she- but she felt she could vocalize that to me. And I had to make sure in that moment that I took advantage of letting her know that mm-hmm. it was to tell me that she felt like that. You know, right, exactly. not that she can teach me how to discipline her, but that I can understand how my discipline is affecting her so right. I can make an appropriate decision on if my discipline is effective. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And and that's funny because I was listening to um you know I listen to a lot of Christian radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was one a few months ago and it was something that the guy said um when he was talking about uh when he was raising his boys. He mm-hmm. said he had to tell them, you know, this is the first time I've had to parent children. This is the first time I've had mm-hmm. to parent teenagers. I haven't done this before. This is new to me too. And I think as children, we forget that because you think about us growing up, you figure that your parents already know everything. And then when you become a parent, you realize, wow, this does not come with a book. You're just learning as you go. Yeah, that's true. That's that's, that's a good perspective. That's true. And and to be able to tell them that, like, yep. this is the first time I'm doing this. So, I mean, I'm going to make mistakes too. Exactly. Especially to the first one. <laughs> right. The first one's the guinea pig. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, oh, man. boy. I mean, but yeah. then, um, but then on the other hand, we have to remember that we are the parent, you know? Exactly. And I don't always have to explain everything to you. Um, why I decide this method of discipline or, or where I'm going with what, with my line of questioning, things like that. There's not everything. I don't have to explain everything, every little thing to you. And and that takes the topic of setting boundaries. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of parents want to be their child's friend 
and not their parent. And then that makes it hard when you have to do the hard part. Right. And that's the thing with setting boundaries. It's very important that number one, as a parent, you set boundaries for your children. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you have to teach children to set their own boundaries. So Mm -hmm. um, I'll give an example. If I say um, my boundaries are you are not drinking alcohol, Mm -hmm. you know, no, no alcohol. Well, lo and behold, the child decides that they want to try alcohol. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have the conversation with the child. You know, I say you shouldn't have alcohol, but I'm not naive enough to think that, oh, not my child. I would prefer that you didn't drink alcohol. But if you do, you need to set boundaries. You need to say that I'm not going to have a drink if I'm around certain people or in a in a certain environment because things happen. And it's just that you have to draw that line that you will not cross. I can draw a line for you. But you have to take personal accountability and responsibility for your own decisions. So even though I'm setting boundaries, you have to learn to set your own boundaries. That's right. That's right. Um, and that's why it is important to, as for a parent to set boundaries so that the, the child can learn setting mm-hmm. boundaries. So, exactly. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and it's okay for your children to set boundaries even within the home mm-hmm. not not to say because i'm not a you can lock your door kind of parent i'm just you know no. i just i'm oh, the kind no, of parent no. that is like you get privacy when you pay your own rent and you have your own place mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah if the door is closed i'm gonna knock yeah yeah but don't I lock mean, the door <laughs> i might give you a i mean right now see it's different because you have older kids but right. you know, my kids are young. I might give you a tap tap before I walk in, but I probably won't even do that. But my kids are only mm-hmm. are, are only eight and five, so you know that's right. different. Um, but it's okay to um, again voc- vocalize as a child. It's okay to vocalize how you feel and what you'd right. like, what you don't like, what you appreciate, mm-hmm. what you don't appreciate, what what you know what's okay, what's not okay in dealing with you. Um, that's right. okay. Um, I think it opens up a good dialogue mm-hmm. between parent and child. And I think it, it also enforces that teaching to a child that, that they should set boundaries. Right. You know, like if your daughter were to set, or um, I, actually, I think it'd be a better example to say if your son were to say, Hey mom, um, when, when you knock on my door, can you wait till I say come in before you open the door? That that's as if you weren't the kind of person that will wait anyway. I'm just saying some right. parents just tap and then they walk in. That's how my parents were. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you know, it would be okay for that son to say to his mom, Hey mom, can you wait till I say come in? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he might now start feeling uncomfortable that his mom right. might walk in on him and he's just in his underwear, you know, and he's older now. Right. So he feels uncomfortable. So, you know, those yeah. kind of things, it's okay. To tell your tell your parent that, and children need to be taught that that's okay. Right, exactly. They're respectful. They're always respectful of their parents. That's the that's the yes. key. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. 
Yeah. So and, set of boundaries, that's a big thing. And, and it's, it's a good training ground for children to, when they go into the world. And then for them to also see you setting boundaries with other people, you know, and with, right. you know, with your friends and with your workplace and things like that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and along with the boundaries is that accountability and responsibility, because you, you are accountable to God, but you're also accountable to yourself. And I think we have too many people that lack accountability. They point the finger at other people um, instead of saying, you know what? I should have known that. Right. You know, I shouldn't have crossed that line. You know, that is, that is not my character or that is not the way I was raised. That's not the way I want people to think of me. So it's like, you know, thinking about your character also when you're setting boundaries. Because mm-hmm. anytime, and, and this is something, you know, dealing not, not only with children, but it, people in general, it's like a snapshot in time is what a lot of people are going to see because they're not around you all the time. So when you're out and about and and you haven't set these boundaries and you're just kind of like, I don't know, go with the flow type person. And But when you don't allow yourself to set these boundaries, that mm-hmm. little snapshot in time is what somebody's view is of you, period. Right, right, right. And, you know, um, that's really good. It makes me think of uh, when, when you're accountable for how you are, for your character and mm-hmm. um, and, and for and when you're responsible for yourself, it it, it teaches your child um, they're being accountable for their, their own character. Um, so right. your character in relation to your child. So are, do you have integrity when you tell exactly. your child to do something? Do you follow through with that? When you promise something to your child, do you follow through with that? When you communicate with your child, um, are, are you doing that with as a person of good? stand-up moral character mm-hmm. you know that teaches them what's acceptable and what's yeah. not acceptable it goes right into what you're saying if your child is with you in public the way you treat other people mm-hmm. are, you, are you accountable for your character with other people because that's what you're teaching your child that's exactly. how you're teaching your child so if you're yeah. one way in the house you're another way in public your kids see all of that Exactly. So then what do they learn? They learn yep. to be okay at home and to act a fool when they're out in the street, you know? So, um, yeah, all those things. That they, Yeah, accountability. Now, let me tell you, when I tell you my oldest, she is she will hold you accountable, honey. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, hey, hey, mom, you said that we could X, mm-hmm. Y, Z today. <laughs> yep. I'll be like, you know, you know, from day to day, you know, yesterday that was okay. But today is today now, and I don't feel like what I said we right. was going to do yesterday. <laughs> so now you're just like, I know. I know what I said, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but, but let's try again tomorrow. Know. You know I understand that. <laughs> oh, a kid will hold you accountable. You'd be yes. like, oh, man. But you can't do that all the time. You can't push it off again all the time. Right. Sometimes you exactly. just suck it up for the and do it because you said you were going to do it. Right. You know, and you got to teach them that you stand by your word. You exactly. stand by what you're going to do. Now, you also teach them, like, okay, I'll give a good example. 
they have this little car they wanted to play with in the yard. And I told them, you know, we'll play tomorrow. But then it rained. Mm. And so I teach them, you know, circumstances change. And that's why. And that's when you have to make an adjustment to what you said you were going to do. And that's realistic. That's exactly. what happens in the world. Yeah. Circumstances change. And so you have, but you need to be honest, upfront and honest about that adjustment. Oh, well, we can't do it because of rain. It's okay right. for me to tell you. See, that's what a lot of adults have an issue. They they make a change because circumstances change, but they don't communicate. They don't communicate that. And so that's when you end up with misunderstandings. Exactly. So all, yeah. in, the, in your upbringing, and as a parent, we're responsible for making these children into responsible, socially functioning adults. Right. And I think that's part of the reason why I don't like that um, that saying, that phrase, because I said so. Now, I know you mm-hmm. have to use that sometimes, but yeah. I would say that that should be rare. Um, and the reason I say that is because if my answer is always because I said so, I'm not teaching my children how to reason. And, right. and I want them to be able to... Um, say no to something because they know it's bad for them, not because mommy said so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and and some things it's kind of like, if my child lied about this, I think I have a deeper issue because it shows me that something that um, I may have left out in in their upbringing. I want Mm. them, you know, if, well, let me not say if they lied about this, if they don't feel bad about it. Because mm, I always yeah, say, yeah. if your sin doesn't bother you, we have a deeper problem. Yeah. We have a deeper problem. And, you know, I, I try to reinforce that in my house, too. I mean, I've been doing that since my kids were really little. Because mm-hmm. I believe, I, I, I do believe strongly that, you know, you have to train I know people don't like using this word, but I don't care what people like. <laughs> but you do have to train them. Yeah. You have to train. You yep. train. Everybody is trained. And, you know, people are okay with using the word in the workplace. Well, right. this is the same This is mm-hmm. the same kind of training I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like you train an animal. I'm talking right. about training someone so that they know the proper way to do and not do things. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I've always, always, when I discipline my kids, they are always, they always have to give their an account to God. I teach them that they need to, that God knows what they did mm-hmm. and they need to pray and ask God to forgive them too. You yeah. know, and I'll, work, I'll say, okay, you apologize to me. I'll forgive you. You need to forgive yourself mm-hmm. and then you need God to forgive you too. You know, and, and one of my kids, that just devastates her. When, when I remind her that God knows what she did, I mean, mm-hmm. that her world upside down but that's what I want not that I want her to cry or to see her upset but she needs to feel remorse for exactly. the wrong things that she does. and it's, it's a to me I feel like that's a good thing and I thank God for teaching me that so yeah. that I can then um teach that to my kids you know he's the best parent I'm telling you he's the best yes, parent out there. most definitely because yeah, we, have to be, we have to be remorseful for our sin Right. Because if you if you're not remorseful, then you're going to go back and do the same thing. Yep. 
Yeah. And, that, and yep. that all goes into not feeling bad. And if you don't feel bad and you keep doing the same thing, then you're going to be turned over. Um, what is it to a reprobate mind? And you're not even yep. going to hear from God. You don't want to be that person that is so lost in your sin that you can't find your way out. And it starts with little That's things. True. Starts little with things. little things. And and that and even <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that's one of the illustrations. Well, one of the illustrations I use with um, the kids um, as they were growing yeah. up is just like you think about yourself um, being on a beach and then you just start wading out into the water and you keep mm. going a little bit further and a little bit further. And before you know it, you can't even see the shore. You know, that's wow. how sin is. You start with a little yeah. and you just keep going further and further out and then you can't find your way back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's when you run into situations like, you know, rock bottom, you know, right. things like that. And and yes, of course, God can save you from that point. There's been time. I mean, I tell you, when I get my own testimony, okay, mm -hmm. I got to a point where I was about to drown and all that was left was my hand sticking up above the water. Okay, mm. God rescue me. But you don't want to get to that point. You know, you yes, you teach people that you can be saved from that point, but that doesn't mean you want to get to that point. That's you know, right. you want to stay as far as away from that point as you possibly can. So, you know, um, because it's not a great point and it's hard. Imagine being out to sea, mm. you can't see the shore and somebody just tossing you a life raft. You know how hard it's going to be to get still get back to shore? It's That's still right. going to be hard. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, yeah, I, I definitely feel what you're saying. I like that illustration. I might go ahead and steal that from you. <laughs> it's okay to steal that from her, guys. You know? Yep. Help yourself. <laughs> Yes. But at the same time, um, we set, we want to teach our kids setting boundaries and being responsible, being accountable. And we want to make sure we discipline our children properly, you know, not just beating them or saying, right. you know, I'm mad at you because I said I'm mad at you and don't explain why they're in trouble or what yep. they could have done better. You know, but um, not only that, but we need to make sure we are pouring positivity into our children. Oh, that we're encouraging them, that we're telling them great things about themselves, that we're yeah. telling them they can do and be anything that they want to be, even as they get older. You know, I've seen 20, 21, 22 year olds still defeated within themselves. You still, you got to pour encouragement into people. Exactly. And, and that's the, the thing that um, I think is missing from so many kids now, mm -hmm. they can be, you, let's see, how do I put this? So I could give encouraging words to a child that I mm -hmm. see maybe once a week or once a month, but that child goes back home. That encouragement yep. has to be at home. Now, some kids, that encouragement every week or every month may be what they need to, to help them. But some kids, it's they need something more. So yeah. if you're mm -hmm. encouraging them and then they go home to a parent that says, I don't know why you're doing this. You're never we're never going to get out of here, or you're always going to live in the ghetto, or we're never going right. to have anything. You know, as mm -hmm. as a parent, you can't live a defeated life and expect your children to just somehow 
be better. You know, you have some parents say, I want you right. to be better than I am. But what are you doing to encourage that child? Help right. them, right. you know, encourage them when they're in school. Stand up for them when people put them down. You know, right. I hate yep. to see parents sit there and laugh when other people are putting their children down. Mm. You know, how do you think that makes that child feel? Your, your parent right. is supposed to be your biggest cheerleader. So that's, right. that's my take on it. And, yep, yep. And, and and it's not to say that you can't be going through because as parents, we go through. Right. Um, as parents, we're all different. We Some of us have, um, well, all of us have some type of stress, you know, yeah. and we... We could we could be suffering from some type of mental issue all the way from the mildest to the most severe. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say that you're not going that you can't go through things or whatever or be stressed out or whatever, but try to keep that private. Not I'm trying to say how to say this the best way because it's okay. Sometimes it's okay for your child to see you struggle and overcome, but well, they you don't see it all it the time. To, Right, exactly. It shouldn't be the normal way of life, you know. Yeah. If, if 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 tragedy strikes, it's okay to cry right. and overcome in front of your child. But if you're going through something mentally and you are just, it is just not working out for you. You might have to go to therapy. You might have to go to counseling mm-hmm. with, um, you know, Christian counseling, or you might need to talk to your friends or whatever you need to do to get better. Whatever. Um, positive thing that you need to do to get better. Sometimes you have to shield your child. That's yeah. a good word for it. Shield yeah. your child. You want to encourage them to, you know, seek help. You want to encourage right. them to seek the Lord. You want to, yes. encourage, you want them to, them to always see that no matter, even if I'm going through, I can overcome and you want them to be able to see you more positive times. Just like how you said, they're going to remember the, the memories that they have. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember the, the, the snapshot, their childhood and yep. different snapshots. Snapshot, that's the good word. Mm-hmm. The snapshot. You want those snapshots to be ma- majority, majority <laughs> positive. Right. And it's not. And, and I know that sometimes people struggle. That's not what I'm not saying. Like, don't struggle. <laughs> I'm saying, even in your struggle, be positive and, well, incur- and be encouraging. And then one of the things that I can um, think about is, you know, as far as listening to your children with the way um, you say things, the way you handle things, just to see how it affects them. Because I didn't realize I was doing this until they brought mm-hmm. it to my attention. And they were like, every day you come home, you're always complaining. And I'm like, wow. Mm. And, you know, to hear that from your children, it's like, yeah. So I I had to really be mindful. Sometimes I would just sit in the car for a little while before I would come in the house. Like if I had a rough day at work, instead of coming in and start grumbling about what went on or whatever, I would Mm -hmm. decompress while I was in the car. And then the other thing is that, you know, if I told them to do something or have something done, And then I come home and I'm like, well, why isn't this done? And and they're like, you know, you don't even say hi. You just start complaining. And I'm like, wow. So that's Mm. something that I had to learn. And and it's like, you know, and and I think it's it it's I don't like to say it's human nature, but usually our eyes and our attention gravitate toward the negative. And we have to Mm -hmm. learn 
to gravitate toward the positive. Toward so the positive. instead of me seeing that everything's vacuumed and things are put away, I see the one thing that isn't done, and that's what my eyes are on. Why isn't this done? Right, right. So you know, we that's have true. to that's learn true. to look at the other things. So we, it's like all in the focus, right? <laughs> We That's have right. to choose what we focus on. But yep. that, that's something that my children have taught me as yeah, far as how they good. feel. That's so. good. Um, because kids look for you for affirmation. They really mm -hmm. do. So yep. That's why we have to be um, encouraging to our children. Even if, even if it's something that they're not doing, I learned um, instead of saying, um, which, which, I'm, well, I'm learning. I know I learned it, but I need to learn it in practice better. Mm -hmm. but instead of saying, you know, this room is a mess. You know, you could walk in a room and be like, man, I'd be much happier if your room was really clean. Or I really like it when your room is clean. You know, those things are more positive than right. saying, you always tearing up your room. And I need to get better at that. That's still something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like we talked about before, all of this is a learning process. We never did this before. And yeah. in practice, you, you learn these things and then you try to put it in practice and it takes some time. Um, so this, this is my second, um, not my second, my, yeah, my second of encouragement. If you're a parent and there's some things you recognize you need to work on, don't be down on yourself. It takes time to learn these things and to really get a habit and put them into practice and all of that. It doesn't make you a bad parent because That's you right. care to try to do better. Each and every day you wake up as a parent and you try to do this parent thing better. Just like each and every day you wake up to life, you try mm -hmm. to do life a little better than you did it yesterday. It's the same thing as when you're a parent. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. And so the last topic kind of that we wanted to talk about was um, making sure, and we're talking about Christian homes. Y'all know we are Christians and we're talking about Christian homes. Making sure your Christian home is reflective of the word of God because the world is not. Mm, how about that? Because mm -hmm. we know so, schools you know, will mm -hmm. teach a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The subjects and the kids will teach their, right. uh, their friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we talk about, I mean, and that covers the gamut of everything from sex, drugs, alcohol, um, homosexuality, gender identity, all of those things. The world has one certain view that everything is acceptable. Right. But as Christians or followers of Christ, I'll put it that way, as followers of Christ and those who are obedient to the word of God, mm -hmm. we have a particular view of that. And we have direct instruction on how we're yes. supposed to view things. And we can be called intolerant. We can mm -hmm. be called bigots. Yeah, bigots. <laughs> any, mm -hmm. any name you can think of because we're trying to live out um, the 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 principles of Christ. Right. So, right. and, and I heard a quote the other day that mm -hmm. I said kind of sums it all up. And it was for some movie. I think it was called God's not dead part two. I haven't seen part one, oh, okay. but just the quote that this lady said, 
she said, would I rather stand with God and be judged by the world or stand with the world and be judged by God? Okay. So you exactly. want the world to judge you or you want God to judge you? Look, the world gonna, let me tell you this. And this is what y'all need to teach our children. The world going to judge you anyway. If mm-hmm. you, 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 I'm not going to say the cuss word, but y'all know the phrase, you are darned if you do and you darned if you don't. So you might That's as right. well do it God's way because, right. because that is what's going to matter. This world is temporary, but where you, where you want to spend eternity and what you have set up for you for eternity, mm-hmm. you want to that in in the right now you know so that's, that's what's right. more important what's going on in this world and the people out there because they're going to talk about you and then move on and not give a give give a, a care in the world about your soul okay that's right so let them talk about you let them talk about you my grandma always said they talked about jesus christ they can talk about me they talked about jesus christ so if that's it wasn't right. too good for him, it's not too good for her so um yeah, though, we, we have to be okay and, and teach our kids that they can stand on those principles and they can stand yeah. on those principles in confidence because they're That's accountable right. to God. They're not accountable to man. You know? That's right. And at the same time, we teach them love. We teach them you love everybody. You just don't like, you just don't have to agree with what they do. And just because I don't agree with what you do, doesn't mean that I, I can't love you. It doesn't mean that I can't, you know, talk to you, you know, from time right. to time or whatever. It's just that as soon as you start, you know, crossing the line into my principles, you know, and trying to persuade right. me against it, then, you know, I might have to reevaluate our relationship. But exactly. you, can love you can have friends or whatever. You can be tolerant of people, but you don't have to accept everything as That's as right. you to sway your own beliefs because you want to be accepted by somebody else or by the world. Right. That's right. Yeah. It's like you can talk to them, but just don't participate in their activities. Right. You That's know? right. Um, and I think the hardest thing for people um, is that if someone were to want invite you to an event and it was mm-hmm. taking place in a church and you know that mm-hmm. it was totally against our biblical beliefs, I'm not going. Mm. So like, don't an event me taking place in a church? on something that's in the house of God. So. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 Cause you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And it's okay. It, you gotta tell our, tell our kids that that's all right. And right. and we have to be able to talk to our kids about these things. A lot of parents are afraid to talk to their kids about these controversial issues because they don't, you know, want to ruffle feathers. Or um, some people feel like, oh, uh, my children need to make their own decision. Whatever. Uh, no. and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that to mock you, but I'm saying that to say, like, come on, no, your children need to be taught certain things. You know, certain right. things. You're, that's your child. At the end of the day, you're going to teach your child what you teach them, and they're going to make their own decision anyway. Exactly. So, you know, at but least you want to give them give them give the proper them tools. At least the right option. Yeah. The proper tools, exactly, to make that decision. So, you know, confront these issues with your children. Talk about these things. Be open. Um, let them know that they can come talk to you 
if if Susie comes and tells them that, you know, everybody's doing it. Right. You know, then they can feel comfortable to come and say, when well, Susie said, mommy, Susie said, everybody's doing it. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's the thing. You have, remember at the beginning, we were talking about listening to your children. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, right, they right. talking about Susie said and whoever said, that's another thing. Learn who their friends are. Yeah, You know, so yes. many times we want to tell our kids, don't do this, don't do that. Look at who they're hanging around. Listen to what they're saying about their friends. And then you can learn something about your children, too. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, and um, when they're young, when they're little ones, mm-hmm. be the parent that, go, that takes them to the birthday party and stays there. Exactly. Because yep. when you see other people's families and how, because you know your your kid will tell you who their closest friends are, and when mm-hmm. you can see the kind of family that that kid comes from, you'll know what to expect when you hear these stories. <laughs> you know, yep. you know what I mean. You'll have a better grasp on how to explain things, and you know, because sometimes your kids are going to go to school and tell you what mommy taught me. You know, right? The, the kid. Kids talk about that kind of stuff in school. What what my mom said and and what my mom said or whatever. Exactly. But when you know, you can even do a, a ministry through your child in that way. When you know a hmm. certain family is a certain way, you know, and you teach your child a certain way, uh, uh, I guess a different way in, in a mm-hmm. specific verbiage, and they go home, they go to school and they repeat that verbiage, that child could go home and tell them, well, um, I was talking about this with Prince, with, you know, with my, with my friend. And my friend said that her mom says this, this, this. And mm-hmm. all the might not agree. It could resonate. It could be a yep. three plenty. You just never know. We always talk about it. It always comes up. You never know what your one little action is going to do. You exactly. know, for that's right. So always be in constant thought about stuff like that and, and always be observant and always know what's, what your child is around and be communicative with your child and things like that. So yes, that is so important. And that's so, um, it's good to know and it's good to practice and that your children should be able to, to talk to you and, and feel open and not have to worry about how you're going to react if they feel a right. certain way. Right. You know, and if your child does end up agreeing with something that you're against you know we don't have to cut our kids off guys we don't have to cut our kids off and shun them you know hold on to your beliefs and minister to them constantly at the same time in love at the same time because that's what we're supposed to be doing anyway is ministering to each other and correcting each other in love in love and god did not cut us off right exactly exactly whatever our sin is he didn't cut us off mm-hmm. and he, he stands with his arms open, wide open to receive us whenever um, we have made the decision to come to him. And he continues to forgive us when we seek his face. Yes. Amen. So right. if you are feeling like you are looking for that kind of relationship with God and you know that God is your father, the best parent out there. Yes. And you are aching and longing for the salvation that comes through the one and only Jesus the Christ. Then this next part is for you. 
Hey guys, it's your girl Rel, and I just have three questions for you. Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe that? Jesus died on the cross for the remission of the sin of the world. Do you believe that? Jesus rose on the third day, overcoming and defeating death. Do you believe that? If your answer was yes to all three of those questions, then you, then you are saved. Because the Bible tells us in Romans 10 and 9 to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. And so with that confession, you shall be saved means you will be saved means you are saved pray this prayer with me heavenly father i believe that jesus christ is the son of god and that he died for my sins and that he rose on the third day i want to turn away from the sin of the world and i want to walk a walk that is for christ i want to live for christ And I want to live eternally with Christ at the end of my time. I pray this prayer and ask that you will forgive me for my sins and that your Holy Spirit will come upon me and dwell in me to continue to walk with me and lead me, guide me, and direct me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, let me be the first to say welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Hallelujah. Praise uh, God. Yes, yes, our family has grown. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So you really need to get into a Bible-believing church. Yes. That is so important. Family support is important. Mm-hmm. And remember, your church family is your family. Amen. All right, welcome back. Yes, so welcome great. back. Oh, this has been a wonderful topic. And we are mm-hmm. so thankful um, for God showing us different ways to parent because there is not just one way. And there is no, well, I shouldn't say there is no wrong way. There is a wrong way. Yeah. But, yeah. but God and his wisdom has shown us that if we keep love at the forefront, that there is no wrong way to parent, as long as you're parenting in love. That's right. That's right. So um, let's see. I guess we shall do Rel's Reminder. Okay. So let's do Rel's yes. Reminder first. Okay. Um, what Rel has come to remind you today is um, to have good character because your children are watching you. Yes. Have good character because your children are watching you. It is your responsibility to raise your children into upstanding citizens of this world. So have good character. Show them the way. Yeah. Because they're watching. They're watching. That's my reminder. Just remember 
<laughs> well, for my nugget, this mm -hmm. is actually something that someone um, taught me years ago. And now mm -hmm. that I have older children, it has um, really helped me. They told me that when your children are young, you are not their friend. And when they become adults, because of you being their parent when they were younger, you can become their friend when they're adults. Mm, yep. Yep. Amen. You, all, you only have one set of parents, but you got a whole lot of friends. So think about yep. it. Which one does your child need more? That's right. That's right. When you grow up, oh. we can be friends. That's right. <laughs> That's good. Oh, and that's a good way to raise your kids because I'm able to be my mom's friend now. Yes. Know? But yep. because she raised me as a parent, mm -hmm. I still look at her as a parent. You know, I still treat her as my parent, you know, with that respect. Right. Exactly. Able to be friends. Praise God. That's a good nugget. <laughs> oh, right. Praise God. Yay. That was a good episode. Yay. Yay. All and right. Well, praise out. I sure will. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, guys. Hang in there. And in the meantime, engage with us on Facebook. Shall we pray? Dear Lord God, we just thank you so much for being Abba Father. And we just come to you, Lord God, thanking you and praising you for an opportunity to um, pray to you. We thank you for the opportunity to talk to your people, Lord God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, and directing us to give good words of uh, wisdom, Lord God, of knowledge, of experience, oh Lord, so that uh, we can all be raised up. Um, in a way that is pleasing to your sight, Lord God. And Father God, we know we don't all get it right all the time. And so we just ask that you would continue to lead us and guide us and direct us, Lord God. We ask that you would hear our prayers, that you would um, give us um, answers, Lord God, that, that would um, lead us to do the right thing. Lord God, and, and we pray, Lord God, that you even correct us when we're wrong so that we can um, be accountable for our own actions and that we can um, seek forgiveness and we can solve those problems and we can teach our children the right way to go about living this life in this world. We give you praise, glory, and honor. And until we meet again, we pray that you would continue to protect us and that you would continue to keep us and to bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yay! Thanks, everybody. A couple weeks. Peace out. Peace in. <laughs>